Good morning. Someone challenged me. Um, hold on. I take a photo. Mm. Beautiful overcast skies today. Someone challenged me <clears throat> this morning to talk about uh, to talk about what a contingency plan might be if Facebook went down or Instagram went down. And I think they meant somewhat permanently. Like, what's the plan if Instagram or Facebook are no longer there as the engines driving awareness of my business? Um, you can hear me out of breath because I added 10 more pounds to my pack this morning, so I'm carrying about 35 pounds which it turns out is a lot more than 25 pounds, and I'm really feeling it. But this is why we do hard things, so that it makes everything else seem easier. <clears throat> I'd say the first thing to note is that having a wait list of orders and preferably a wait list of orders that is not simply held in uh, within an app, but where you actually collect all the information outside the app is really valuable. Um, I don't do this through email or anything like that. I simply write down orders as they come in in a notebook. And the benefit of this is that I can process almost all of my orders. I don't do it for tools. The burnishers and polishers, I just write down people's handles or email address. Um, so that would get messed up, but uh, basically I could operate until next March without having to look at Instagram for any of my communications. I mean, I, I usually communicate through Instagram for many of the points where I ask for payment, but I could simply switch to putting notes in packages, and I'm sure that would work just as well. So, but for instance, if I wrote down orders but didn't write down people's addresses and was relying on being able to go back to Instagram and look up their address whenever it came time to package up their order, well then, if Instagram went down, I really would be screwed. Um, so the first thing is to make sure that you are protecting the orders that you do have. And if you can, to build up a wait list so that you have a runway of work to do while you respond to whatever new situation is there. Now, of course, a wait list represents uh, money that you could have captured by having higher prices and a shorter wait list. But it gives you that stability against short-term upheaval. The next thing I would say is it's a valuable thing to have a diversified business in terms of how you earn your income. So having, um, having my business be <clears throat> about more than simply people finding me on Instagram or social media and deciding they want to buy a thing 
from me in the moment and then we're basically relying on an endless stream of that kind of churn. That's an extremely brittle business model in that it's super reliant on, um, well, on the social media platform that allows that awareness in the first place. Come on, Willa, don't, don't eat gross things. And, um, and so instead, the fact that I have this Spoon of the Month Club where I have recurring business, I know people, they know me, it's a, it's a much steadier thing. And the fact that I have this uh, recurring customers among the spoon blanks as well means that I'll always have some ballast to my business that doesn't rely, you know, probably the amount of business I get this new business is a quarter of my spoon carving business at this point. And my spoon carving business isn't even all of how I earn my income. So diversifying across that as well. I have a Christmas tree farm, I write, I have the magazine, right? And, and so <clears throat> all of those things reduce my reliance on the supremacy of Instagram being the, being the thing that drives everything forward. <clears throat> now, so there are steps you can take now to protect your self against losing information by writing things down physically or entering them in a computer if you want to do that way. I like writing them down physically because then I don't need to be on a computer every time I handle an order. Committing to a more analog experience enhances my experience down the road when it comes time to actually write down the address <clears throat> for real on a package. And So there are things you can do to protect yourself, and there are also things you can do to, um, to protect your information, but also to protect the flow of interest in your work so that it becomes less reliant on social media. These things take time to build up. You can't just turn a, turn a switch and switch it over. You've got to figure out the mechanisms to do this. And it wasn't like I understood all these mechanisms that were going to work for me at the beginning. I've been trying things for seven years now to see what was going to work. And a lot of these things have developed over years and years. If Instagram starts to decline, something happens to Facebook, they get broken up by the government, some other social media platform, well, some other social media platform coming along and starting to supersede their interest is actually a more complex phenomenon that I'll get into in a minute, but if something happens where Instagram breaks and is no longer operational, I actually don't see that as a huge problem for me because I'm protected from the short term by having orders and business to maintain. And what will happen is that all those people aren't gonna go away. Their interest is gonna migrate somewhere. And when it migrates somewhere, for sure there will be people who were at that somewhere place all along who will benefit tremendously from having been there earlier on. But it also represents an opportunity for just a shakeup of who has people's attention. And so 
I'm definitely not on the top of any hierarchy in Instagram. You know, I have a relatively small follower count. And so I see a shakeup like that where everyone's looking for the next place as actually a real moment of opportunity, if you can seize it, to step up your game and <clears throat> and actually end up in a better position than you were. You'll have to put in a tremendous amount of energy, but you could end up in a better position than you were in what is right now a rather mature and stagnant system, which is Instagram. And so, the, you know, a shakeup isn't always bad unless you're unprotected from the downside of the fall by not having, by sort of basically relying on the churn. I think the people who are most vulnerable are people who are at the top and who are relying on churn rather than repeat business and loyalty and reputation to drive business. Well, that's, that's another thing to back up to, which is that focusing on your reputation, which is really based around skills and sharing what you know and being helpful to the community in general, um, is a great way to ensure that Wherever people go with their attention next, the community will recognize you and want to re-engage with you when the dust settles. Because your reputation will still be there in their minds. Um, whereas if you didn't focus on reputation, if you simply focused on sales, or following trends, say, then you would end up in a position where people would be less likely to recall that you exist and hunt you down, right? And so this again is where I think that using your name as your handle and building up a personal brand as you is super helpful in creating that anti-fragile state that you want to exist in to withstand something like this, like a regime change in social media. So, let's say everyone is searching for the next, you know, everyone goes to LinkedIn, everyone goes to TikTok, everyone goes to Snapchat, right? There's going to be a sort of period where it's not really sure who's winning or who's not, and you'll need to invest time in all of these things. But if you use that moment to maybe shake up how you're using social media and use it to do the more ambitious things, do the more goofy things, do the fun things that you always said, oh, I'll do them, but you know, I'd like to do them. I'd like to be, you know, do goofy dance videos on TikTok, but I don't have time. Well, now, now the, the calculus has changed and it does make sense to invest that time doing that. And what you might find is that there's actually far more interest in that than you ever anticipated, particularly with demographic shifts of more people coming to TikTok. For instance, um, so dog sit, gotta take off your leashes. Um, so I actually think that uh, a sort of catastrophic failure is gonna be hard on people who don't have, who are too brittle, but will allow for a pretty, um, there will be a lot of opportunity to reinvent yourself. The thing that I think is more difficult is what I think is much more likely to happen, which is just that 
where people's attention are is going to gradually shift over time. And you're going to end up all of a sudden looking up someday and realizing that, you know, Facebook isn't where it's at anymore. And the dominance you once had in a Facebook group doesn't mean that you're getting as much traction in the world as you could be if you'd gotten onto Instagram at the appropriate time. And I think that's where people, including myself, get stuck, is that it's always easier to say uh, that, you know, I have limited time, I'm going to invest it in the things that are making sense. And when things sort of slowly creep from one thing to the next, there's never a catalyzing moment where you say to yourself, oh, okay, now now's the time when I need to start shifting. And you end up... Um, never having the clear recognition that there's a, a, a sort of, not a territory grab, but a sort of people are claiming intellectual ground within these other platforms. And it's going to be harder for you to find a space there than if you were there all along. Um, it's not to say it's impossible, and the calculus has to be right for you. For instance, I've dabbled in all these things just to make sure I know how to use them, but I don't actually really use TikTok, LinkedIn, Facebook, etc. It's just Instagram. Um, so yeah, I think that's that's where I fall on these issues. I think that I think that the, sort of the catastrophic collapse of a system is terrible if you haven't built up some pretty simple but long-term strategies to diversify your business and also protect it against some pretty obvious downsides, technological downsides. Um, and if you haven't built up a reputation that can uh, overarch whatever platform you're on. But in many respects, the collapse of a system represents opportunity. Whereas the slow change of a system is where people get stuck. Because you're the frog in the pot being boiled to death and it never occurs to you to jump out. Thanks for listening, everyone. Talk tomorrow.